Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Members Exclusive Podcast. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Wednesday the 9th of August. And as usual with all the information contained in this podcast, it's general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well luckily for you guys, I managed to skip out of the University of the Third Age presentation in Toowoomba a little bit early, not quite as many questions as I thought. So you do get your members exclusive podcast this morning. And we are just after 11.20, uh, the ASX 200, after a slightly uh, stuttering start, we're up 13.5 points or 0.18%, 73.24.6. So a little bit better than we suggested in terms of the SPY futures overnight. We opened at 7309 uh, we are currently 73.29.6 being the high, six points below that, and a low of 73.08. But certainly building on that momentum today uh, so far. And some of the winners today, certainly we have had reporting season starting to kick off in earnest. And of course the big one today was Commonwealth Bank, which did report pretty much uh, a beat on expectations. There was some concerns about the net interest margin, but pretty much a beat there, 2.4% higher in the stock, and the other banks are following in their wake. Westpac up 1.8% and NABs up 1.6% there. So a good number uh, from CBA. There is more in the newsletter today in strategy. A net profit after tax was 10.18 million, which was uh, up 5% in statutory net profit after tax terms from FY22, uh, down slightly on the first half of 23, uh, cash profit 10.16, and uh, net interest margin slipping a little bit, a little bit, 2.07%, and it has announced a big, big dividend, final dividend $2.40, which is really what we are concerned about, bringing it up to $4.50 per share, that's up 17% on the FY22 number. Also, they announced a billion dollar buyback as well. Uh, The important thing, though, I guess, is the comments and the outlook statement, and certainly troublesome and impaired assets are up, but not significantly, and certainly nothing really to worry about there. Loan impairment expenses did increase by 1.465 million, uh, reflecting that ongoing cost of living pressures and rising interest rates. But generally, not a bad effort from CBA and enough to push it and the other banks up again today. Unfortunately, Suncorp not feeling the love. Uh, that deal with ANZ obviously uh, weighing a little bit. Certainly weren't as generous in terms of the dividend there. Uh, and the, um, the Suncorp share price has been sinking on the back of that this morning. Uh, I guess um, the tight reins on the dividends they're talking about uh, is um, is certainly weighing on the stock. Now paying a final dividend of only 27 cents, meaning its full year payout ratio was 60% of cash earnings. Previously, the target ratio uh, was uh, between 60 and 80. So that's the bottom end of the range. It's still planning to sell the bank or the banking business to ANZ in a $4.9 billion deal, but it will have to uh, jump through a whole heap of hoops 
I suspect, in order to do that. So um, a lot more uh, to play for in that one. Uh, the other big news of the day today is not so much in the results, but also in the uh, Invocare, which has announced that it has accepted a $12.70 bid from TPG, the stock up 5.7%. So that looks like a, a good win for the Harry Kane followers in that uh, arbitrage or takeover arbitrage portfolio that we have been uh, talking about for some time. Other things in the newsletter today, if you haven't had a chance to read it, we have got a bit of a write-up on James Hardy. Uh, James Hardy had a stonking day yesterday, up 15%, which is extraordinary considering it is a big behemoth of a stock, clearly doing far better in the US uh, with Fiberboard, etc., than it previously had been thought by analysts, something that I talked about in February on Livewire, which was uh, that I did like James Hardy. Had been one of the dogs of 22. I thought it could be one of the superstars of 23. As it's turned out, it has been one of the superstars of 23. It's up around 12, 13 bucks since February. So going very well, 15% yesterday. Nothing much today, or it just seems to be consolidating slightly that gain of yesterday. Brokers certainly are pretty positive on that move yesterday. Uh, so that's good. But it does appear that the sticking... Uh, prices in terms of uh, we had two increases in product which do appear to have stuck and uh, price targets very much uh, pushing up towards 50 bucks and above currently trading at around 46.50 looking also in the strategy piece today uh, Pilbara uh, another one yesterday which uh, announced uh, the other day that uh, good resource update. Uh, now, anyone would think, looking at the Pilbara share price, which is close to an all-time high, that we are in a lithium boom. Not so. Lithium prices still remain under some pressure. And as a result, uh, my advice this morning, my recommendation this morning, was just to take a little bit of money off the table in Pilbara. AKE and others are suffering a little bit. Mineral resources certainly suffering at the moment. And after the run it's had, uh, I was just quite keen to take a little bit of money off the table, not to uh, to sell it completely. There is still a big short position in Pilbara. I'm not sure why you would be bonkers enough to sell short Pilbara minerals when it really is the one. It's just a question of what price you pay for it. But the trading range does look as if it's 450 to 550, currently 530 this morning, trading down a little bit. So maybe there's a few people out there that are looking at, uh, at that one as well in terms of um, buying or selling rather that one uh, and taking a little bit of profits in that. Um, also today just having a little look at uh, CSL which continues to be very flat and very unloved as they say hell hath no fury like an analyst wronged. Down another 0.8 of a percent today at $262.70 really is weighing on that sector together with ResMed which I did a takedown on on Monday as one to avoid. Uh, it's never a stock that I've fallen for, although the product and the CPAP machines are fantastic and the health benefits well and truly uh, in the bin. But uh, the stock is also well and truly in the bin. Trading now at $27.55, down another 4%. So that really has had a massive fall from grace. So just a little look at CSL today. It is in a bit of a trading range, and you have to say you've got to love uh, the uh, stocks that trade in a range because uh, they are certainly somewhat easier to predict and uh, CSL has been in that 260 to 310 trading range 
for some years pushing towards the bottom of that at the moment. So the question, I guess, is whether it is worth having a look at at the moment. Uh, I suspect it is, but it may be a longer road back uh, in that trading range. Other stories of interest this morning, uh, apart from CBA and Suncorp, uh, we have also seen the Visa under a little bit of pressure. Uh, they're down 4.7%, not sure why. Ram, ResMed's continuing to fall. Uh, and uh, we have seen some weakness in resource stocks. Generally, banks holding up the market at the moment. Uh, but uh, resources generally a little bit on the nose and healthcare on the nose. Insurers also on the nose. There have been uh, plenty of media reports about the insurance sector and the rising uh, premiums that people are having to pay and uh, government inquiries into insurance which uh, could have a detrimental impact on them. Tech stocks slightly better. Uh, in Henry's take today, uh, just talking about one uh, that cropped up yesterday. We had a question on the Facebook group uh, from an ABP, that's Abacus Property Holder, who was pretty concerned about the massive drop in Abacus Property. Now, the reason for that massive, massive drop uh, was nothing to do with uh, a massive revaluation. It was more to do with the fact that Abacus have floated out uh, the Storage King business. And as a shareholder of Abacus Property, which was trading at a big discount, 30 to 35% discount, uh, then you were you did get an entitlement uh, to that ASK is the stock code there. Now, the stock was floated at $1.41, which was a 10% discount to its NTA. Bear in mind that its biggest competitor and the big brother uh, in the sector is National Storage, NSR, which trades pretty close to its NTA. So the feeling is that uh, over time, ASK, the Storage King Abacus side of things, will trade back up towards its NTA, which is when it floated, was 157 cents, dollar 57. Currently, well, yesterday it was trading when this first popped up at a dollar 24. It's now a dollar 30, going quite well. Yield is not huge um, at the moment. It is, uh, I think they're paying a six cent distribution. So on a dollar 30, that is a 4.6 odd percent. Uh, dividend. Of course, that's not franked. It's a REIT. Uh, but there has been a complicated deal done there. So it may be worth having a little look at uh, the details of that. But certainly, ASK uh, does offer some potential. Diggers and Dealers continues. I had a long chat yesterday with Chris Gale from Latin Resources, one of our favoured lithium plays in Brazil. Salinas project there. Uh, the stock did get to 42 cents the other day, back down to 37 cents. So it has taken a little bit of profit taking in uh, the past days. But Chris had some interesting things to say about diggers and dealers. He flew in for the day. And uh, one of his comments uh, was that no one wants to talk gold. Uh, gold is very much in baby in the corner territory. Uh, nobody puts baby in the corner, but they have put gold in the corner at this year's Diggers and Dealers, and it's very much focused on critical minerals uh, taking the limelight. Talking of which, Azure Minerals uh, has uh, uh, had a really good day yesterday. It was uh, my stock of the day uh, back on July the 12th. It was $1.67 then. It's $2.86 now, and we did have a little look at that one. It's got great pedigree. Mark Creasy has a 40% ownership of the Andover project. Uh, that has got um, a mineral resource that you could probably drive a small tank through. They're talking about 100 to 240 million tonnes, grading at 1 to 1.5%. 1 Obviously, uh, the top end of that range is going to be huge, and that certainly is the feeling, is that it's going to be huge. It is now a billion-dollar company, so uh, that's very much 
on the table there. So um, that's certainly one to keep an eye on, one doing very well, one's doing not so well. Uh, A11 or A11, which is Atlantic Lithium, had a bad day yesterday on their expiration update. Another bad day today, down 12%. And also the one that I did miss uh, was Poseidon Nickel, which we did that interview with... um, Peter Harold on the podcast recently, and I must admit I wasn't that impressed. Uh, the the uh, poster child they were looking at emulating was Panoramic Resources, which has struggled as well and just did a big capital raise, uh, half the price it was. Uh, Poseidon Nickel, I did miss this one on Monday. They did announce they raised six million bucks at two cents. It's now two point one cents. Really can't get excited about that one. Delta Lithium as well. They came out yesterday with some numbers. Um, another big hit today on uh, 17% down on 9 million shares. Looks like the punters are deserting that one. Yinathara is the lithium project in WA. Mount Ida as well is a 1.2% lithium oxide project in WA, which they're hoping to bring on stream uh, relatively soon. But uh, both those, Atlantic and uh, Delta, suffering at the moment. We've talked to Abacus. And that, my friends, is about it at the moment. We currently have the ASX 200 up eight and a half points, coming up to 11.35. Uh, the big winners today in the market have been uh, ADT, Adriatic Metals, which has done a placement. Uh, they've raised some more money for their project in uh, Herzegovina, uh, Bosnia-Herzegovina. They have placed uh, some shares at uh, 170p. That's uh, £1.70 there for them. Um, Placement completed and expanded the uh, exploration activities for that one. So that looks um, pretty good for them. Um, £1.70 is the price that is dual listed in uh, Australia and uh, the UK. But um, that equity uh, placement is going well. That equates to $3.30. Uh, per CDI, which is a chess depository interest. Um, so that was a 5% discount to the volume weighted average. 20 million US to go into the expanded and accelerated exploration program at Rupees. Uh, the stock doing well this morning. Uh, stock up to $3.70, up 12.4%. I think that may be a little bit overs, but uh, we'll see. Uh, Invercare doing well and Red 5 continuing to push higher. We did get a production report out of them. And in the loser's corner, we have got Iron Ear LaVisa. Not sure what's going on in LaVisa. There was a small downgrade to that one, uh, and that seems to be under some pressure. 200,000 shares traded, so not huge amounts. Uh, And ResMed and Kogan as well, down 3.8%. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Sorry if this is a little rushed. I have just finished an hour and a half with the uh, the good uh, burgers of uh, Toowoomba and the University of the Third Age there, and just ahead of the call with Koshi on Ausbiz at midday. And our stock of the day is Levisa, so I'm going to have to get cracking and work out why they have fallen uh, for 5.3%, because it was one that we did kind of like, Levisa. Anyway, that's it. Have a great day. Back again, of course, this afternoon with the end of day report. <laughs>